Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the scope. And now, here are your hosts, Jared, Adam, and Shane. Hey everybody, episode 300 and Uno, 301 of The Scope. Smattering of applause by my calculations. It has been about six months, a little under six months since our last show. I knew it had been a while. June, June 29th. But in COVID times, that could be a day, it could be five years. It doesn't really matter. Time just sort of melts into each other into various zoom calls and marathons of guy fieri's diners drive-ins and dives which we've watched a lot of have you really in the uh, last six months yes I'll, i will i mean this sort of gets into what uh, our show is going to be about which is finding the brighter spots in the pandemic times but um carrie and i did this back in 2001 times we did it back in 2008 when you know the stock markets were iffy and it was sort of the end of the george bush era but our comfort food always is food shows and like if we're in the midst of moving or thinking about moving home repair or home buying shows but a lot Hmm. of cook a lot of cooking shows because it's pretty benign right i mean there's there's no politics there there's no people aren't fighting about anything all there's no agency there's no agency it just is yeah so yeah, so there we go, Guy Fieri. Uh, we'll talk about him later, I guess. Um, so uh, it's been a while, everybody, and I figured we'd take the top of the show to kind of <clears throat> talk about what we've been up to in the the past six months. There's probably a lot to cover. Um, get, you would think so. Get everybody's uh, feelings about the state of the world, that sort of thing. Um, so Adam, I I literally haven't talked to you probably in what four or five months maybe we've text we've texted a couple of times since that last show maybe i don't know so um, in college already september yeah. 24th i uh, messaged you on hangouts and you didn't reply that was the last uh maybe i didn't see that well then hangouts shut down and now uh, that, that message is lost forever <laughs> yep, it's gone forever so adam what uh, yeah. how how has your past six months been i mean you've got the youngest child of, of the two of us so mm-hmm. you know your world is preoccupied with uh, being a new dad still for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is uh, m- most days. Most days. <laughs> I guess it's all days. Uh, I did get, I, in uh, in October, uh, I did get a, a brief respite. Uh, Mandy took him to uh, her parents for a weekend, and I stayed home and played on a, an online X-Wing tournament. Um, nice. So that was fun. Did you dominate? I started three and a, yeah, I started three and zero. Oh. Well, that's great. Um, that's feeling really good. And then, no, four and zero, oh? three and zero, oh. and then uh, and then I lost my next three. Um, the problem with any of these games is you got to submarine your way in. You know, you can't you can't <laughs> start at three and zero oh, because then at that point you're playing other people that are three and zero, oh. and then when you lose that match, you're playing other people that are three and one. So you know, other people that were just three and zero oh, probably. So you you submarine. You know, you start zero oh and one. And then you're just playing losers for, you know, for, for a longer period of time. 
Is that a real tactic? Would you ever like throw the first game so you could be in that position? That is definitely a real tactic. It's not something I would do because I'm not good enough to (laughs) to be like, oh, I'm going to get my wins later. Yeah, like I I need my wins when I get my wins. That's fair. It's kind of like the Vikings. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They went went one in five just to start submarine things and then they thought they would climb back out. Because Super you know, Bowl, baby. the next games would be all against terrible teams, right? That's how that works. Same, yeah. same concept. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. Um, no different. Adam, have you avoid getting COVID nineteen? Yes, I have n- done nothing to increase my risk, so I've lived a boring uh, but COVID-free uh, life. Have you? How uh, often would you do you venture outside the home? Would you say? Oh, I mean, so I mean, other that, than like you know, outside walks and you know, yard right. So Will is in daycare, so every day, you know, every okay. weekday, mm-hmm. uh, I drop him, I drop him off. Um, but you know, they have their uh, routine uh, pretty well set. You don't really have too much interaction with any other people. Um, probably once a week, I you know, like when things were real real bad um you know it's kind of the last four or so weeks um we started doing (laughs) bad as they've ever uh, been yeah i just i just think back to like how 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 freaked out we were in like april yeah Uh i mean Uh we could have we could have gone in there was almost no covid in this state right like literally like relative to what how it is now there was almost nothing we had like almost no reason to be worried well we had no testing either so who who knows what we didn't know but i mean i think you can probably safely say there was literally almost no covid well, I don't know if you guys walked into Target and licked every cart and been fine. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that story. Uh, I don't know, Wall Street Journal or something, but um, the Red Cross, along with some university, started testing um, blood donation samples. You know, back mm-hmm. from like December um, on the West Coast, and they found uh, antibodies and. 20% of yeah. the samples. Which, it was definitely you know, more widespread than, yeah. than we originally As thought. Because well, you're right, we had no testing. We had yeah. no testing. Yeah, yeah, it was probably here in in December at least last yeah. year. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we, we started using shipped or other you know sort of uh services like that we got a, a free six month trial um for that free just meaning you don't have to pay their their extra markup fee um, 50 bucks a year i still yeah. pay it uh so started doing a little bit of that but for the most part like i'll go, I go to lunds it's the closest one to me and that's like full of old people um so like they take it pretty seriously and it's mm-hmm. usually it's not very busy so maybe I once can, a week I, I can recall going to in April, going to a Lund's and Byerly's and shopping and, and you could visually see like the elderly there were very concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you could just tell because they knew that, you know, they they had a target on their back essentially. Yeah. yeah. But, and like, you know, yeah, we didn't, we didn't know, you know, so much. So I, it's like, yeah, I was yeah. scared of them, you know, it's like, Oh, you guys are the, the main carriers, you know, right. And also, nobody was wearing masks at those times right, either. Yeah. It was right. Like, well, they're also the ones now that don't wear masks. Like, it's like, how many noses do I have to mm. see? Uh, yeah. People, that. it's frustrating. How many? I like the guys um, who who are leaving uh, the, the 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 home renovation center, who literally cannot get two steps out the door before that mask is off. Like, oh, yeah. oh oppression. Yeah. Um, I, I was a election judge. Twenty-five degrees. Stay um, warm. Yeah. I was an election judge um, at our, Ooh, our local right. precinct. We had so. a, we had an election, right? I mean, in the yeah, past yeah. Uh, in the past yeah. six months, a little. A little something else on the side. Yeah. yeah. 
So that was, yeah, that was I, think, I think our brains were probably a little bit focused on everything uh, in that leading up to it. Yeah. And that's part of the reason we didn't do a show because it would have been nothing but politics discussion. Yeah. Um, but that was definitely my, my riskiest experience. Yeah. Um, cause I, I did a full shift there. So I was there at six and I didn't, I left at 9 PM. Um, and you know, you're required to wear masks, but like people just don't do a great job of it. And mm-hmm. it's, impossible to stay six feet away from everyone there but i did the the face the the plastic shield also uh that day it's the only time i've really worn one um so that was uh that was like the scariest day Mm -hmm. um because afterwards you know because we didn't know for a while so i was like man what a fucking waste (laughs) like (laughs) i made made it very much about me uh but i was like i'll lose the stupid election and i'm gonna get covid for what um but i guess it was worth it you did not get covid thank you adam for turning the tide in minnesota yeah i don't know how to do interviews yeah, he does exactly. <laughs> so, so let me go around. Let's let's go around the panel. Let me ask some questions about in terms of what what risk level are you or have you have you been involved in? So you said you've gone into a grocery store, Adam. Yeah, Jared, weekly, you, I, probably weekly. Do you go into grocery stores? Um, I yes. I mean, around Thanksgiving, I had some things I had to find, so I went to a Cub Foods and I went to a Target. Okay. Um, I don't do it regularly. Like I do, I do ship for grocery shopping, um, but I'm, I'm in and out yeah. and I am like, like a laser beam. I'm like, I'm like a Tron light cycle in that place. I'm like, pew, pew, yeah. pew, 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 and then I'm out. Pre- like, I don't diddle. I don't dally around in those stores. I know exactly what I'm getting and right. I get it and I get out. We, but, and, and, and I, you know, I don't feel like I'm, I feel like there's, they're reasonably safe because everyone's masked. Yeah. Everyone keeps their distance. Like it doesn't seem that bad. Yeah. I, I mean, I, Pre-Thanksgiving and, you know, sort of the holiday shopping season, I've if I made it into a store, whether it be a Target or a, a, a grocery store, every couple of weeks, that would be that probably be a lot, you know, mm-hmm. but um, I don't really feel super scared to be in in grocery stores or Targets or some of those big places, especially like what you said, Jared, if you go in, if you go at odd times, you shop with um, authority and you shop with purpose. Yeah, I mean, I think the I think the reality is is that you're probably not going, you're not going to your exposure will be limited. Even if there are people that are sick in there, everybody yeah. wears masks, so it's yeah, it's, everyone's masks, and we we really understand now that it's really it's it's amount and time of exposure. Yeah, right. So those incidental contacts, yeah. you're probably you're fine, and like and I can you're t- not going to get enough of a blast that you're actually going to get infected. Right. Um, and I mean, yeah. I, can I mean, t- I've been to Menards, I've been to Home Depot, big you know, in the last few yeah, months. Me too. I was, <laughs> and there are times this past couple of weeks where I've been in stores multiple times. And sure. again, you know, if you're in for five minutes or you're in for ten minutes, you're not. I'm not. I'm never around anybody, so it's not like yeah. I'm going to walk into a weird mist of COVID that just happens to be floating around in the in the Home Depot fasteners aisle where I'm trying <laughs> to find uh, some stuff to let me yeah. hang things on the wall. And I think we're just generally way less concerned about surfaces and, yeah. and touching things yeah. than we were early on in the days. Like you felt like you just couldn't touch anything. Got to wash my, uh, my, my box of cereal. Yeah. You know? yeah. From what I understand, that's Never like, non, that's pretty much nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, hasn't Fauci essentially said that? It's such that, low risk that it's probably yeah. not. I mean, if you feel, yeah, I don't Yeah. Whatever. I mean, you should wash your half hands. My stuff, you my, should half wash my your stuff hands comes anyway. in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just get home, wash your hands if you have, like, I keep hand sanitizer in the car. So I leave a store, I get in, I just yep, exactly. lather, if you're up, doing, lather if you, up with that. 
If you're doing good, lines of Coke off of your cereal box, that's yeah. that's where <laughs> it's probably risky. I think that's when you start trading into risky behavior. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty serious edge case right there. Hmm. But well, you I know, mean, you got to get your bump somehow. It probably <laughs> happens. And, you know, if you get a little cinnamon toast crunch dust in there too, wow. I mean, that's just, yeah. that's extra fun. Yep. My wife works, as you both know, in a medical clinic. And like I haven't been around a microphone all my And Jeez. transmission between, you know, for, for her is yeah. pretty pretty minimal. I mean, I think that uh, most of the people, at least in her clinic, now this is not high risk compared to hospitals and COVID units, stuff like that, but most people that, that work there that have gotten it, have gotten it from, you know, outside of the clinic. So, yeah. so I mean, again, it's just about being smart and being safe and in close spaces. So, Do you get, uh, does your um, place of employment, have they been sending out any COVID updates as, as like in cases are identified or anything like that? Oh, you mean like employees? Yeah. No. Not not specifics, but just like we had a case, we dealt with it. They do not like that. They do not share that with us. You yeah. guys are all are fully remote, right? Yeah. Both of you? Yep. Um, I mean my, the company I work for is not fully remote because they they do have they do manufacturing yeah. as well. So mm-hmm. they have they have prioritized um people who have to be on site. Um, to be on site and everyone else is remote because then they reduce the number of people in the building and keep gotcha. it safe. But so I, I, I do get, you know, the occasional, we've had a person who was on site on this day, um, test positive. These are the remedial steps we took. We don't think anything is in, anyone's in danger, blah, blah, blah. Gotcha. Um, I've, I haven't had any in a couple of weeks, but prior to Thanksgiving, like there was a noticeable increase in the number of those emails coming in. So you're mm-hmm. like, you can just kind of tell that things are getting bad in the state. But it seems to have quieted a bit there. So mm-hmm. that's good. I, I'm, I'm just happy that my company does that. And they seem like they're very transparent about it. So. For, for the record, Jared, you got a, in, in the past six months, you got a new job. I did. I mean, I was going to save it for the B block, but oh. you know. Oh, is that a bright spot right there? Okay, fine. I would. I would. I would think so. We'll, we'll step away from that. But I mean, little so, teaser. So things have changed. Teaser for the kids. So, so I've I brought up grocery stores. Who yep. here has eaten at a pat- discotex at a patio oh. at a restaurant? Nope. Nope. I have <laughs> twice outside. Hmm. One Fine. of those inside outsides or an actual outside? Outside. I did not go. Oh, I mean, sorry. Those one of those outside insides. No, it is out. <laughs> you out. know how they they've built like entire enclosed no. uh, shacks on this on mm-hmm. the edge it's of the street. Out, in it's New outside. York. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's outside except it's fully enclosed. This <laughs> is this is not a. It's, this is it's not there's a, outside inside. Right. Or is it, it the there's inside worse outside? ventilation than uh, than the woodlands. <laughs> there is actually no active <laughs> ventilation. <laughs> there's nothing but stagnant yeah. air. Yeah. <laughs> Eight sheets of plywood essentially. Yeah, but it's in compliance. It's outside the actual property. No, I anyway. Uh, I've been in places where it was low density people and yeah. high airflow, so safe there. So yeah. I assume neither of you have gone went to see Tenant when it was available in the movie theaters. <laughs> no, Not foot in the uh, movie theater since uh, right. February. Yeah, maybe if I got gone this year. Would you, if you had the opportunity? I, was was the Rise of Skywalker the last movie I saw in theaters a Pro- year ago? Practically, probably. I think that probably was it. Very well, might have been. That's not a good anyway. way to go out, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. hey, what do you want? Um, so would you rent out an entire theater for $100 if you could be in there with people you know were not COVID positive? How, who, what do you mean? Yeah. How do you, who do you know isn't COVID positive? Well, let's say it's your household. Oh, okay. Let's, let's well, say. I'm not going to spend $100 for Angela and I to watch a movie. $50, in a movie baby. Bring it in. With HBO Max, we don't have to do that anymore. You know? Right. That's Is a it B, Jurassic that's Park? A B- can I watch Jurassic Park on the big screen one last time? I'm going to say yes, you can. Okay. 
Um, I think I think if you could somehow make sure that you know people are reasonably safe and you know you're gonna space out in the theater, you got plenty of room to spread out. I, I think it could be fun. Yeah, maybe if if it was the move if the movie was worth it, you know. Like again, I'm not gonna go probably do that just to watch Back to the Future too. What about- My wife would just fall asleep and she'd do that at home too. So yeah, I yeah. no. So why waste the money? If yep. if they were playing a screening of Throw Mama from the Train, I'm in. Period. Yeah. That's a Obviously. guarantee. You, I mean, you've got to have your priorities. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> Throwing Mama from the Train, yeah. top of the list. Um, so I, I just checked and Rise of Skywalker was the last <laughs> movie I saw in the theater. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. December think, 20th. Didn't we see that on, was that a New Year's Eve movie, Jared? Did we go see uh, that? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, because we saw it, I think I think I saw it three times in the theater, and that was yeah, and New Year's Eve we did that. Yeah, what, you kept waiting for it to get good, or what, what was the reason for seeing it so many times? <laughs> I liked it at the time, yeah, and I still mostly like it. I think it's a it, it's a fun movie, but is it a great Star Wars movie? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. In retrospect, I still I think I like the Last Jedi more. Pretty sure I do. Oh yeah, I mean Last Jedi is probably my number one. Um, there's been a podcast. Controversial. Well, I know, I know. Yeah, well, I, I do know. I think, I think, honestly, I think you can make a strong, strong case for the Last Jedi being the yeah. best Star Wars film ever made. Um, I've been listening to Absolutely. a podcast um, from the people that do comedy, Bang Bang. They had to spin off a podcast because they kept on talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, so they started <laughs> a, a Patreon podcast just to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> and the the podcast is about watching Teenage Ninja Turtles, but it's really uh, about other things. So every episode they have their guest uh, do their ranking of Star Wars and they have to, each episode they've like include said, oh, you have to include, you know, more. So it's like Clone Wars, The Mandalorian, blah, blah, blah. And there's some strong opinions on there about uh, wh- where The Last Jedi uh, should fall. But I, I know I'm going to like someone if they put put it in the top three. That That might be a good scope episode right there. Mm. rank the star wars properties i mean star wars is hot and we'll be talking about that later just how hot it is but it's back baby oh yeah it's back baby it's back back. so i'm it's good to hear that uh the three of you are the three of us are essentially keeping safe um Mm -hmm. but you know it's not just covid that we've been dealing with we've got this whole political thing adam sort of teased it earlier um, are we all feeling better now than we were June 29th, 2020? I mean, I feel pretty good because um, what well, the storm is upon us, you know? So right. pretty... I'll feel better January 6th when I know the results of the Georgia runoffs. I mean, oh. I, I do feel better, but I'll feel even better then. I have z- zero uh, hope for, for that. I don't, I'm not saying I have hope, but uh, if it somehow turns out that we take both those seats, then then everything changes. Sure. What are the odds that the Democrats take one of those seats? Very close to zero. I think it's close. I think they'll take at least. I one. mean, I hey, I'm very hopeful. I mean, you know, hey, you guys, you can look at the polls if you want to. I, I, honestly, and, I think it would be weird. I think it. I think it's going to be they take both or they take neither. Yes. Because why? Agree. Why would you split your vote? Right. right. It doesn't make any sense. Yep. Yeah, I haven't. I personally haven't looked at the polls, but if you go by, it's close. they're very close. If yeah. you go, if you go by what sort of happened nationally with Biden, you got to chop five five points off, right? Yeah, but I, Biden won Georgia. It's true. It's just a Georgia race. It's what not do you a mean national race? Chop five points off. I just feel like if you want, I mean, you really have to take in polling error for oh, for sure for but, for for Dems. 
I mean, I think you'd have yeah, to but specifically. I don't, think, I don't. I don't think you can. You can factor in a national polling um, error, right? Because every state was different. Minnesota yeah. was very accurate. Missouri was terrible. I think that you so, would you would have to look at Georgia's polling error. And yeah. Try what to what, is, what do Georgia polls look like? Yeah. So let's call up Nate Silver. We got him lined up for the show. Let's see what he has to say. <laughs> oh, we're having Zoom problems. <laughs> oh, he can't make it. Can't in. do it. Oh well. We had him. We had him for a second there, folks. Sorry. Does Zoom have a Nate Nate Silver uh, filter in their yeah. uh, new things now? They've got to. There it is, right there. <laughs> Nate, you're, you're Zoom, here. Which is the Zoom app? The tiny cap. <laughs> well, Adam has no hope. Jared has some I'm hope. I'm the slopes, and, and he's hitting the slopes. He's. <laughs> and I can't do any of that. I'm doing it in 3D. Um, it it is sort of an odd feeling to not have utter panic about the president day to day. Yes, I, I, mean, I agree. I mean, it's uh, still there. There's still shenanigans and monkey business going on. But right. generally speaking, it's been nice to like see the latest Trump tweet and just go, oh, man, just yeah, shut yeah, up. Yeah. Like, Instead of like so impotent now. Right. Instead of have it be like some amount of existential dread. Uh, right. Now it's just like, like what agency is he going to blow up to meet yeah. his nefarious ends now? Well, I mean, today it was, you know, the shower regulations. Um, but <laughs> sure. Sure. And does, he's still got his, yeah. his, now he's got his new flunky in the DOJ to do whatever crazy shit he's going to do mm-hmm. in the next last month there. And their yeah. spreadsheet of uh, people that are looking for pardons. That's yeah. the big thing. So I saw that story, but I have to imagine even if there were only three people, you'd have a spreadsheet. Like, I don't <laughs> feel like <laughs> the fact that they, the fact that they really made a big deal of it being a spreadsheet. Yeah. I'm like, oh, sorry. what are we doing? Hotel notepad here? Right. Come on. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, there's no best think, Western sheet of paper here with the names of Michael Flynn and uh, whoever else is going to pardon. The question is how many, Trump's, how many cells are Trump's filled? Except Tiffany. <laughs> Yeah, he would never give Tiffany a pardon anyway. <laughs> well, he didn't, didn't give Tiffany it. any jobs to, you know, right. do that anyway. Girl, so. That girl was doomed from, from jump. When she showed up at the RNC, I was like, really? I thought you were just sort of on the outside, just sort of, I'm a Trump yeah. sort of. She brought it when she needed to. Uh, sure. So She had to follow Kim, Kim, uh, Timothy Guilfoyle, though. You know, the best is yet to come. I'm not going to scream it because I'm not on cocaine. Right. So, Jared, uh, you, you'll be more <laughs> comfortable. last cocaine reference for the show. That's it. You'll be more comfortable after January 6th. I, I know. January I, I'm, just, 6th. I, I'm happy that we won. I'm happy that we kept the house. It's The scent sucks and it may, may suck worse. Um, but in the end, like, Republicans are going to be trash. They've just they've learned that there's no such thing as shame. They can mm-hmm. do whatever they want, and they will be the worst people ever until the end of time. So, last and question: before- All we can do is beat them. That's the only thing we can do. We can't stop them. We can't fight them. We can't shame them. All we can do is beat them in elections. It's well, the only thing, the only the only remedy we have. Last so. question before we move on to uh, a little pigskin. Yes, I am John Favreau of Hot Save America. Uh, I'm is the other it, John Favreau. Is is this a lesson that Biden's <laughs> going to have to learn the hard way, Jared? What's that? That you that they have they have no shame and that Republicans will only do one thing and that is anything to get in the way of Joe Biden being successful. Right. Um, I think he's going to make a good faith effort to try to reach across the aisle and try to reconcile and to try to bring reason um, to all of his negotiations. I really hope that he once he finds out that that's impossible that he will wake up and not do that. But he's also 77 years old and I don't know okay. if he's possible, if he's able to change. Yeah, he might be, I think he might still be asleep. 
I think he's going into it really, really thinking that, you know, he's got all of this history in the Senate. He knows how to work with these people. He knows how to negotiate. He knows how to get favors and do favors. I just don't know if any of that matters anymore. When they're there, when you've got the crazy pants people that are in there who've discovered that all they can, they can say whatever they want. They can lie however they want. They can do whatever they want. And their people will support them and the fundraising dollars will keep rolling in. Uh, and all they need to do is turn to uh, a sympathetic media outlet to get their garbage opinions out there um, and just ride it out until the next election. Yeah. Cause uh, it's everything is so broken and so fractured. There's no way we get back to a world where Joe Biden can negotiate in good faith with Republicans. Just isn't it just doesn't exist anymore. It might as well be uh, Krypton and it was blown up. Mm, I like the Krypton reference. Adam, you yeah. are the closest thing to an official politician here in this group. I mean, you you were at the at the polling place. You risked your life. You've got hot takes. Do you agree with Jared or do you think he's being a bit cynical? Oh, I think Jared's right. I do feel like the Thank Republicans you. probably helped uh you know hurt their own cause but helped joe biden maybe see uh things more realistically by having a hundred of them uh sign on to the lawsuit uh you know to the texas lawsuit to you know throw out the georgia wisconsin michigan and pennsylvania Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. results you know like i I think when a hundred members of congress sign uh obviously the you know bullshit (laughs) um lawsuit it it's like a step farther than I think, um, you know, just being a, you know, like saying whatever, you know, your, your, your dumb stuff for your base. There's a hundred plus people who are openly fascistic and would support an authoritarian, which is crazy. Like you can't, you can't walk that back. You can't, that's, that's, I mean, that's like, okay, now we know where you stand. The one good thing that has come out of all of this craziness is they have shown us who they are. And if we're paying attention, now we know they can't be trusted and we can't reason with them. We can only beat them. Now, far too many people are not paying attention. So that's another problem to deal with. But those of us with wide eyes wide open have seen it yep. and know that there's no going back. And so that, you know, and they'll they'll cry their crocodile tears about how the left won't reach out and the left is unreasonable and the left won't negotiate and the left won't do this and that. Whatever. Cry your tears. We've seen who you are. We cannot deal with you in good faith because you are not operating in good faith. It just is what it is. Wow. This Jared is something else. Six months Sorry. have changed you, bro. <laughs> I mean, I've known this for a while right. now, but I'm hoping more and more people see it. Well, I think I think as a society, as you said, so many people aren't paying attention in America. And, and then people always fall back to sort of this normalization bias of mm-hmm. looking at things through normalized rose-colored glasses when... That's clearly not not what's happening, and you need more people to be aware of this and and to get past that and see things for what it really is, and then you proceed in appropriate ways. Yeah, I mean, people would love nothing more than to just not have to pay attention anymore. Mm-hmm. Just go about their lives, watch their housewives shows, just you know, play with their kids, not think about politics. But when you do that, then the bad people operate without any sort of light on them (laughs) they just do what they want and nobody's paying attention and that's how we got where we are so we got to pay attention we got to hold people to account we'll see how it goes 
Oh, Jared's reaching in. So got a little dust on my uh, my lens hood there. Yeah, that's what happens after six months. Everybody, uh, yeah. this is the moment Adam's Everybody. been waiting for. It's finally time to talk about NFL football. There she goes. There she goes. We call this the asterisk season, Adam. So wouldn't it be something if your Washington football team squad, yep. which what's their record right now? Uh, six and eight, six and six and seven, six and seven Vikings wow. record, Jared. Uh, six, and six, seven. And six. Six, six and seven. Six yeah. and seven yeah. as well. But yeah, but we're in a better, we're in a stronger division. Well, yeah, we've, we've stronger got, meaning worst chance of getting meaning, into the playoffs. Meaning the Packers are dominating and everyone else sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, Adam, this has been a bizarre football season, has it oh, yeah. not? I mean, oh, it's, yeah. you know, I I think Jared would agree with me. And I'm hoping you will too. Like it, it. We've we've sort of said in jest that it's like it feels like we don't deserve football because as a, as a society we've done so much wrong that it just it just feels weird and odd. But we do have football. It does continue. We some places we have no fans in the stands. Some places we have up to fifteen thousand people. I guess. Um, how does how does this feel for you watching your team that is going to more than likely make it into the playoffs? Well, I mean, and, I don't know if we can say more than likely, but I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah, I say that. Are they, I, uh, I so. 74%. So, yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, this is 538. Uh, known prognosticators of exactly what happens in the future. Mm-hmm. Can we get Steve Kornacki on the big board? <laughs> Kornacki's been on fire with the big boards. Yeah. Kornacki's yeah. been doing this too, right? Um, yeah. And then, he's on uh, Sunday Night Football. Yeah, so he's we've got the Vikings at 21% right now, so and then the uh, Washington football team at 74%. As they yeah, say, I think the, the Vikings, Vikings would have jumped help. in the 60s if they had beaten Tampa Bay. Yeah, Vikings yeah. need help at this point. Uh, I'm assuming Washington controls their destiny. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they but this have, is Washington we're talking about, Adam. Oh, yeah. I mean, Viking, you take Vikings need for, to win their last three games and then have Arizona lose one, I believe is how and the, the, the formula Vikings works. Vikings will never win their last three games, so it's done. It's done so. I mean, it's Bears, Lions, and Saints. Who else? And Saints. That Saints is the one. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can lose just, all three of them, Saints honestly. Saints just lost but, uh, the Eagles. Who knows? Yeah. It's a weird season. Yeah. It is weird. But so, Adam, how has it felt? I mean, do you still watch football every Sunday? Is it no, something? No. I mean, yeah. it's it's hard with, with Will. You know, it's yeah. not like I have three hours that I'm going to be like, hey, Mandy, you go do everything right now. Kids ruin um, everything. <laughs> Well, until until they get to my kids' age, and then you never see them. So yeah, I mean, crush. you'll get there. I, you'll get there, bro. I, yeah, oh, I know. But I've been. I, there's a lot of thought that goes into man. This is much harder with a kid. Uh, <laughs> this the quarantine, you know. Uh, I don't think quarantine's easy on anyone, yeah. but it. Uh, it's you know, it's like the end of the day is seven thirty, and then it's just like, all right, I'm just gonna go to bed and get up in the morning and do all the same. Do the same again. thing. Um, so no, I, I kids going to be up with the sun, and I have to go to. Yeah, um, but you know, I, I turn it on. Yeah. Um, I've I've fully missed three or four games. Um, the you know the Pittsburgh game was the weird delayed game, so it was like on at three o'clock on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was strange. Uh, yeah, uh, so I I forgot that was even happening. Um, so I'm not like invested. I feel yeah. like just like with baseball. I feel with all all three other sports, the season isn't real. I mean, yeah. at least football has a full season, so it's different. Um, but it's still like you know there are players that just opted out 
Like, yeah. you know, so mm-hmm. it's like, it just, it doesn't feel like it should have an asterisk. Every, every league should have an asterisk this yeah. year. It's going to be weird when we watch a Super Bowl with like 2000 people in the stands or yeah. whatever they're going to cap yeah. it at. I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll probably have a way of cramming more people in there. Like you'll have to quarantine or some, something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to be a capacity crowd. I would imagine. Right. Which is weird for Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it's a, Usually they're thing. adding more seats to a, yeah. a stadium. I mean, it's all about pomp and circumstance in that game. And it will be the opposite of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'd be very frank with both of you. I am shocked that they've been able to play the season pretty much uninterrupted. I mean, you know, as Adam mentioned, there's been well, some, some games. I mean, but essentially every team has gotten their games in, right? Yeah. Yeah. There was there was touch and go there for was it the Ravens and Steelers game that yeah that was the big was one. Like, is this going to happen Wednesday. or not? Yeah. 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 There, there was there's been a couple times where you it felt like things were going to spiral out of control, like there were too many breakouts yeah. for the lead to contain, but somehow they got it under yeah. control. I mean, still three games and then playoffs to go, so we'll see. But um, they've done far more than I thought that they would accomplish. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good yeah for, I thought they would be shut them, down by now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the NBA NBA is your gold standard for what they did, right? Um, and it was pretty amazing, to be honest with you. So good, good for them. But the NBA way easier NBA, to manage that. Yeah, NBA and NFL is a totally different beast, both of them. Yeah. So, so we'll see. Yeah, you can't, you can't. The the and NFL teams are just too big. Yeah, with all the players and all the staff and everything, it's just you can't, you can't quarantine all those people. No. It's impossible. Yeah. No. Well, and there's no facility like the 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 Disney right. one in in Florida. Like there's a a place with right. I mean sixteen football how stadiums. How fortuitous right? that that even exists. Yep. Yeah, that they could have that and they have they had multiple facilities. I don't know. I watched some of the vlogs from those from the bubble. No. I thought it was fascinating how they just turned a hotel into functional NBA facilities mm-hmm. <laughs> well i st- i still say if the nfl wanted to do quarantines for their players bubbles for their players in their respective cities they could do that if they wanted to yeah yeah i mean they just they don't have sure. the will to do it i it, it's hard you know it's it is a lot more people but you know the fact that they never even really made an effort to do that is weird and now there's sort of talk that maybe they might do s- some like for the playoffs, optional maybe? playoffs bubbles yeah. if they choose. So I don't think every team can afford to have a Tom Cruise on staff who's just going to yell at people yeah. when they break protocols. Yeah, yeah. There you go. By the way, I agree. Timely, with, folks. I, I agree timely. with them. By the way. Well, yeah, I'm of course. With them on that. If you're if you're going to have a if you're going to have a superstar go off on something, that's a reasonable thing to go well, off on. It's like the only way that is it we more get or less reasonable right than this. Oh, good for you. <laughs> that was the original COVID rant right there. There you go. Yeah, he saw it coming. <laughs> Thank you, Jared. <laughs> You're very welcome. Well, fantastic. Listen, I'm looking at our, our recording time so far. Oh yeah, we're rolling here. We're pushing like uh, 40 minutes or something like that. Are we not? Uh, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just our 30, opening, 35 guys. Minutes. This is going yeah. to be a long show, but it's it's been a long time since we recorded. Uh, mm-hmm. People are wondering what's happening in the middle of the show, and I'm going to tell them we're going to focus on the silver linings of COVID. Yeah, the, the bright spots, the bright spots in pandemic times. Like, there's got to be something good out there. So instead of us bitching about everything for three hours, let's take five minutes and talk about something good, shall we? Five minutes. That's I it. think we can do better than that. Eight minutes tops. All right. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with more of episode 301 of the Scope. It's amazing. We're back right after this. Ladies and gentlemen. 
I know it's been six months. I'm sorry. But we're back. <laughs> and we'll be back maybe on a regular basis, a semi-regular. We'll be back when we're back in 2021. All right. But if you want to support us, consider supporting us at patreon.com slash the scope show. You can pledge as little as $1 per episode. You can set a monthly cap. You can cancel any time. I don't know if people have been canceling because I haven't logged in in six months. <laughs> Hopefully you stuck around. Do we have an account? Yeah, we, I think we do still. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the scope show for more information. I think this is where I just pop the music down and I go to the next thing. Yeah, let's do that. I forgot I had an extra long one in there. Good. <laughs> Hey everybody, we are back with the scope episode of 301. Jared, I wish that maybe you could have played the theme to Silver Linings Playbook because that would be perfect segue. We, is there a theme for that? Oh, I think that's it's very hummable. Everybody knows it. All right, well, let me get Spotify for instance. Yeah, I find just, it. You can t- you keep talking. Silver I'm Linings Playbook. As they say. I don't even know who did the score. For I, that. Do they even have a score? I don't know. Uh, today we're taking a look at the good stuff that's come out of the pandemic and. You know, I think it's fair to say that there have been some good things, whether intentional or just uh, by nature of looking at the world differently. Uh, you know, we can find some positivity in pandemic times. So differently as in like the contents of the four room- walls of your room. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Here, I'm going to read my prepared statement Ooh. and then let's see prepared. if that's better than my random, my random intro. prepared statements. And I will commence now. And I'll try to read it naturally. You know, while it's awfully easy to be pulled into the morass of negativity permeating every square inch of American culture, we here at The Scope wanted to take some time this holiday season to look towards the positive and discuss anything that's good, happy, or just not bad to come out of the current COVID (laughs) era. How was that? Yeah. Legitimate, right? I like how you're you're, 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 you've already got a, a COVID era. We are, yeah. Oh, this is like, is this is this, this how historians will look back at this time, period of time in the COVID era? Yeah, I think they will. Mankind learned a new way to live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So I've, <laughs> I've asked Jared and Adam, and as well as myself, to. You asked it of yourself. I asked myself. Good job. Brave. I asked myself first, and then I asked you guys later. Come okay. up with a list of stuff that uh, that lights your fire. A list of things that have made you happy or content. The pat in the past year. I mean, we're almost at a year at this point, which is insanity, or know. you know, nine months. Uh, I've got a list of a few things. I know you guys do too. So, quality sleep isn't on that list. <sighs> Adam, go ahead. I'm going to start with you. Please do. Give me something that you are that's lighting your fire that you're grooving to. Um, I have a I have a lot. Okay. <clears throat> the first well, hit, one hit me with some. First one is that um, I don't. Okay, so I feel like in Minnesota. One of the hardest things in any winter is when it starts snowing early because you know it's going to keep snowing until April. And I just, I'm not a fan of snow. Give it applause, Um, Jared. Hold on. um, How about an amen? I don't have an amen. I'm sorry. I have this though. So, you know, we've all experienced the, the November through April. Mm -hmm. uh, Winter, literally six Mm -hmm. months. And I feel like if that had been the case this year, I would have had a real hard time. Yeah. Um, but it is December 16th as we're recording this. Mm-hmm. We have zero snow cover right mm-hmm. now. We, we had mm-hmm. one 
storm. Uh, we had two storms. We, we had, had two, a couple. Sure. Sure. We had like, I mean, like for, 10 inches total. But... So, and, so Adam, I have to ask you, I'm going to jump in on your, your talk. Hold on, but... real quick. Last year, 6.7 inches of snowpack right now. Oh, so yeah. like that means just standing on your uh, your lawn, there was half a foot of snow. It wasn't going anywhere because it was yeah. going to be cold. for to, to see my brown lawn, it just makes me feel yeah. like... <laughs> way more accepting like of, you okay could, now we're gonna have four months of this instead of yeah, having six. like you're you're exhaling and you're yeah. feeling good I, about it so so I let have, me ask I have you an interesting counterpoint to this but go ahead i'm gonna hear uh, Shane's I, first. so i'm just gonna ask adam you know we got our first big storm which was about six to eight inches depending depending where you lived yeah. it was like october 30th yeah i heard four inches was fine but go ahead <laughs> i'm gonna say so i mean when you got that did you feel like me like i mean i said to myself this is going to be a situation where you know, to get to the to the end of the the vaccination, we're going to have to go through the ultimate weather hell, and I just don't know if I can do this. On top of everything, and on top of on top everything of else, hornets. and then it melted. But then yeah. we got another storm. You know, we got another storm after that, which yeah. was four or five yeah. inches. But then that all went away, and that was I think that was early no- November. And for a long time, you know, we didn't we hadn't had any snow, but we were still well above average for our our yearly snowfall for that right. period. Right. But now it's like, it's all good, right? It's gravy. Yeah. And I mean, I know we're, we have, there's a La Nina. So I know that we're probably going to have a polar vortex. Like I, I get all of that. But right. like the last polar vortex year, we had record snow the week before Thanksgiving. And that yeah. just stuck around. Like that just, it, it was just there forever. Right. Um, so for me, it really helps that yeah. that is not the case. I love right that. I love I, that take. It's a good take, Jared. I am strangely unaffected by winter right now. <laughs> Look at like, him. I, I'm not going to go anywhere anyway. Right. Why do I care? You, I could have two feet of snow on the ground. It wouldn't bother me at all. Right. Like I completely. <laughs> like I'd have to yeah. go. I'd have to go through the day and a half of clearing it out. Sure. Yeah. That's a pain in the butt. But I don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. Like I don't have appointments to keep. I don't have like holiday things I have to do. I don't have shopping to do. Nothing for me. Like personally, I, it is because right now I have weekends with a two-year-old, yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to be able to you have, listen. Like it was th- thirty-six degrees or something on Saturday. Still mm-hmm. really cold, but we still uh-huh. were like. All right, we're gonna go for a walk. Yep. We went. We went to the park because there's never anyone there. He, you know, it was only 15 minutes that he wanted to do anything, but it was still like cool. We yeah. did it. Yeah. <laughs> we went oh, outside. I get it. You have you have a completely different set of circumstances. Yeah. I completely I acknowledge yeah. that. He'd pick Just up from my side, it's like and throw them at people. For me, it's it's weird how like the anxiety of winter is mostly not there around yeah. this year. It's for me. It's I mean, you guys know that I'm the biggest weather alarmist on the planet. Yeah, you've and, been quiet. And last year, it was it was literally a goal of mine to not complain about the weather, which I, I did. I mean, I kept it to a minimum. And this year, it's the same deal. Like I just I need to be less hysterical about that. But I'm so with Adam. Like there is a there's a mental component just to know that you know it's five months instead of six months, or you know, and and you know we do have a lot of listeners that don't live in climates like this, so mm-hmm. it's it's hard to explain like, yeah, you know, I can go for a walk in November and December and it can be somewhat comfortable when you don't have snow. Like it's easier to do that. And I walk every day pretty much. And Jared does too. So, so to be able to have that sort of luxury and not worry about it, I'm, I'm with it. Like if we, if we didn't get snow till 
the end of January, I'd be happy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need snow at all at this point. Let's just uh, let's just get by it and <laughs> and be happy. Who needs about a white it? Christmas? Yeah. Not me. I don't need it. Hey, there. Nope. We I was talking about this with my family. We have had Christmases where there was no snow on the ground. So, mm-hmm. and that's in the. And we've that, had Christmases recently. where it was a snowstorm on Christmas Eve, and those sucked. Yep, exactly. So again, like you said, Jared, we don't really have a lot of places to go, but the mental component of not having to worry about it and to be able to look out and and it allows you to have a little bit more of a normal life longer. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Yeah, we could be getting hammered with two feet of snow yeah. like they are out, out east right now. And yeah. thankfully, that's not happening. They're getting blasted. So Sorry, uh, Easterly listeners. Sorry. sorry. Jared, uh, your turn. You're up. Um, Let's see. I've got a list here. Like, I don't have any, like, I don't have any, like, like rocks. I like, yeah, this is an amazing thing that happened in the pandemic that would only have happened in the pandemic. But um, I, my, a lot of my stuff is mostly on the, like, there's an opportunity here so let's take it okay and that one of those is we in april and may did a a lot of house cleaning like mm-hmm. we cleaned out a lot of stuff we threw out a lot of trash um took a lot of stuff donated a ton of stuff got stuff out into the garage which unfortunately i still have to get my garage <laughs> empty but <laughs> that's one piece of the puzzle i haven't around. finished yet um and and i and i will acknowledge there's been a, a little bit of a backslide recently um but you know we can get back to it i think successfully soon but um it felt good to like get a lot of junk out um sort of our second bedroom which was an office space was real cluttered and it's a small room and it's a tight room and there's still still work to be done and i have that on my docket for my big end of the year vacation to finally paint that room and get it set up the way it's supposed to be. And I will be so excited when that is done. <laughs> it's a lot of work to go yet, but so much work has already happened to facilitate that. And I'm, I'm really happy that we put in the effort um, and did that um, cleaned out. I mean, you've, you've been in the basement where we record the show. Mm-hmm. There's a lot less stuff down here than there used to be. Like it's allowed us to have a, what I call the studio um, where we can do stuff. I have a zoom station set up with the old TV. So Angela's doing dance classes with a big TV and a camera. It's like, that's the big thing that's gotten us through it is having this functional space down here to actually do stuff separate from each other when necessary. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that, that's a, that's, that's a bright spot. I would say. It sounds like you're getting your house ready for some big post COVID parties like the old days, except we'll we'll start about 4 PM and then we'll, we'll shut her down about 11. I don't know about that, but... Uh, okay, we'll start at 7 and we'll go till 3 a.m., just like we used to. Perfect. And a, exactly right. A big, big crock pot of meatballs. And then I mean, mixers, drink mixers. Not against it. I know yeah. you're not. We've thrown out a lot of drink mixers. Yeah. That was part of the clean out was getting rid of most of the liquor cabinet that was sort of sitting around. Um, we cleaned out that the one built-in cabinet that I have in the house um, that a lot of old Richfield houses have. They always have like one little built-in cabinet, like tucked in above where the stairs go down um that had like just old glassware and candles and junk like that oh it's all gone threw it all out now we actually have a liquor cabinet a cabinet with liquor a liquor cabinet it's amazing that's awesome yeah well guys i'm gonna go and i'm gonna talk about um streaming services doing whatever it takes to get viewers yeah that's something that i appreciate adam sort of teased that but you know, so you're, we're talking personal stuff. You're going a little I, more I've got, I mean, commercial. I, th- I think we're covering everything. I've got personal it's stuff fine. too. But I do think that that, you know, 
that's something worth mentioning in the sense that, you know, we have been locked into our lives at home and growing up or growing up, living in the age of the golden age of television right now, you know, there's so much stuff that you can watch that's, that's interesting and positive and, and just high quality. And you look at what HBO Max is doing with bringing all their movies, even though a lot of people aren't happy with that. And then you look at Disney Plus's announcement of all of the Star Wars and all of the Marvel and all of that stuff. It does give you something to look forward to, you know? Mm-hmm. It's in the washboard here. What the hell? Look at that. Jared, COVID is killing your forehead. Yeah. So I, I'm exci- I am excited about that. I'm excited the fact that we have things like the Queen's Gambit to be able to watch. Great British baking show has been fun. Um, the Crown, you got to watch the Crown. The Crown, I'm telling you. Crown's on my list. Get to it. So yeah, I will just I'll dovetail into that. That yeah, um, burning through my TV backlog has been great. Yeah, like what else can you do? That's great. We watched. I, I had so many shows backed up on my TiVo that I've just gone through, burned those through. So many streaming shows that I meant to watch, watched mm-hmm. them all, and yeah, it's been great. And and there's just a lot of great stuff to watch. And I'm happy to have the time to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We watched Breaking Bad and That's right, Better Call. Did. We watched Better Call Saul up to the most recent season, which we can't watch yet. But it's amazing television. And it was something that we probably never would have done. And it was it was just good to be able to have something like that to think about and focus on. Like, oh, okay, we know what we're going to do after work. You know, it's low stress. It's low pressure. And let's just do it. And, you know, it doesn't hurt that it's acted supremely and it's got good stories and just it's it's just good television so adam what independent <clears throat> obscure shows are you watching um how to uh, how to with john wilson um Ooh, i just i've only watched the first episode that's one i i immediately like okay i can't half watch this i have to watch watch this oh yeah because every single line has some sort of visual that underscores it in some fashion the, you have to you have to pay attention to that yeah, show yeah the the, the making of or, or what have you uh, of that show um, is very intriguing to me um, okay. and I, it pays off so Shane, have you heard well of this? have you heard of the show at How the to end. with John Wilson <laughs> have you have you Shane no I have not okay this is a really? HBO. it's on HBO yeah. Max okay um, it is a it is produced by Nathan Fielder it's not really like uh, Nathan for you if, if you ever watch that um but yeah, watch the. You can watch the first. That's thirty minutes. You watch the first episode. You get the idea um, mm-hmm. of it. Um, honestly, just watching people, any show that involves people being together, <laughs> just like yeah. very intrigued. Especially by, that first episode. Yeah. yeah, that first episode just like you're just like you feel like oh this is fun. This is funny. He's poking fun and things. Yeah, this is great. And then by the end of it, you're like God, I'm feeling a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like like something's going on here. Like you actually found like a like an emotional core to this story. I'm like damn, that's good. Yeah. It's good. Good. Hope that guy's doing all right. He seemed a little down. A little down. <laughs> all right, Adam. <laughs> Adam knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't, but uh, it's on my list. I've put it on. It put it on your list. Adam, Definitely. we'll th- go back to you. Anything else you want to discuss for positivity? I have a lot. Okay. Uh, okay. Why don't you list a few? And I know we'll of a lot away. of um, stores and restaurants uh, that I'll never go to now because uh, they are uh, not taking the mask stuff seriously. So that's good to know. Right. Yeah. Can you name them? Can we help them here? Uh, I, I texted uh, some of my friends about one 
one of them today because they're um, the uh, Alibi Drinkery in Lakeville. Um, mm-hmm. Big story in the strip about that one. Yep. Yeah. People are driving in from hours away to support them. Yeah. Um, All of those people like to use the word tyranny and not really understand what it means, by the way. No. no. It means I'm being inconvenient. You can, go, yeah. you can drink at home, guys. You can drink in the parking lot of, of any place if you want to. Yeah. Uh, um, liquor, liquor store is still open, folks. Yeah. Um, you know, like you talk about TV, like Ted Lasso, uh, to me, oh, yeah. was, uh, totally forgot about that. It, it was just, uh, I was on that, I was on that train from, from the jump. Yeah. I, it, I had to convince Shane to watch it. it was, yeah. I mean, I got him there. I'm sure this has all already been said before, but like the lack of cynicism, the lack of like, there are maybe two key times that that series, it makes you think it's going to, you know, do something. Um, it to to feel more dramatic or or what have you and it doesn't and it just stays genuine and and mm-hmm. kind um and it was just a joy to to watch it um i mean and like also just seeing jason Sudeikis again like i always liked him so much um and like knowing the weird history of that <laughs> of that character um yeah. <laughs> Just everything. Uh, that yeah, it was like a was a series of ESPN shorts or something. Uh, like that? NBC Sports. NBC Sports. Yeah. That's what it was. For, yeah. Um, it was just, uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and then I'll I'll just also say the the Saved by the Bell remake, which isn't you know like hmm. good necessarily, but <laughs> it pokes it not pokes it like makes fun of the original just nonstop. Um, yeah. It is like a satire of those types of shows while also being kind of like a good one of those shows. Um, and it, I don't know, it's, you know, it's, it's a peacock show. So it's like, uh, just watch it. Like, right. there's, you know, I have, <laughs> it's, it's That's a service I haven't spent much time no. with is peacock. Uh, I mean, it's like, they've got that and, uh, are they the one that have uh, the Fresh Prince uh, yeah. reunion? <laughs> no, I think that's a, is that HBO Max. Okay, right, right. I think that's HBO Max. Yeah. Um, Peacock, I, I, Peacock I watched, has the Office. Okay, I've I've watched like two episodes of season three of AP Bio, and that's it. Mm. Peacock. Yeah, yeah um, by AP the, Bio is a good show. I, I think Jared and I were at least I was like just slightly out of the age range for Saved by the Bell. I'm older than you, so yeah, well, somehow but, I was in the. <laughs> come on, I mean, you were you had you had less mature tastes. But That's like I, I mean, I true. may have watched an episode or two of it. I'm fully aware of everything that goes on in sure. it, but it wasn't something that you know defined my childhood. So yeah. you're a little bit younger, mean, Adam. I but, think that maybe you probably watched. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like it was on Saturday mornings when I was you yeah. know nine or ten, um, maybe right. eleven. Um, and, Shane and I were already making a living wage. <laughs> we, were, right. we were watching Saved by the Bell. I mean, they yeah. they make fun of the. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Uh, you know, Jesse Spano thing within the first 10 minutes. Um, and it's like, that's not an Easter egg by any means, but it's, you know, it tells you kind of like who, who, who the show is actually for, Mm -hmm. uh, despite it being like, you know, a teen drama or comedy. So, and show's over. 
Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those have been my uh, my. I don't. It's like we've you know like. You guys remember Tiger King? Remember yeah, Tiger right. King. Oh, like, we didn't talk about Tiger Borat King? too, but it's like oh, yeah. uh, you know Borat two kind of came and went. Yeah. Yeah. It was here and then it was gone within like four days. Well, it was a weird choice to put it on right before the election. Like, uh, there but are, at the same time, you had to do it yeah. before the oh, election because yeah. it wouldn't like <laughs> the Rudy thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one, I guess one one thing I'll just say, uh, I had a i don't know what you would call it but um an epiphany a celebrity encounter oh no god no um oh. <laughs> i uh, uh, uh i started reading a lot about betting on the election uh through yeah. various websites and there's one that uh is based out of uh new zealand which actually has like a deal with the u.s government somehow so it's called predict it and they have betting markets for basically everything related to politics and going into uh the election based on the polls feeling pretty good <laughs> about making some making some bets um mm-hmm. And, uh, coming out of it, I was a little bit more worried, but, uh, I'm not like a gambling type person. Um, but it had the bonus of taking money from, uh, MAGA people, you know, (laughs) so, uh, they don't need it. (laughs) And, uh, so that kind of sold me on it. So I wound up putting $400 in. Um, and then uh, I, I actually just cashed out yesterday because uh, it took until yesterday for them to settle a bunch of the markets uh, due to the lawsuits and stuff. Uh, and uh, and I, I came out with 567 out. Um, oh, way to go. So it's a 42% return in about seven weeks, um, which felt pretty good uh, for my first time ever doing it. Um, and is that the one that still had like even then like weeks after the election it still had Trump at like nine percent chance to win or something? Uh, well, so it's it's not. Yes, it's it's at nine <laughs> cents to win because people were that, that's what the, the they kept doing. So it's like it's still a stock market type thing. So you can still sell at any point in time. You know, mm. so like if I let's say I bought Biden at eighty two cents uh, to win Arizona, um, you know, like after Fox news called it, like, you know, it spiked up to 97 cents. So I could have gotten out of it. Every, every share is a dollar. Um, once, once it's, uh, fully, you know, the market is settled. Um, but you know, then a lawsuit happens. And so then the price of Biden goes down slash the price of Trump goes up because people think, Oh, Trump's going to actually win. This the lawsuit's going to overturn. So it wasn't just simply like, Oh, okay. Buy. And then wait, it was like, buy. And then it's like, Oh, the price just went back down to, you know, something. And it's like the lawsuits had no chance. They were ridiculous lawsuits. So it's like you kept on getting, I mean, effectively nearly guaranteed money, especially after the election had already happened. Like I put most of my money in, um, you know, before based on the polls. So in hindsight, I shouldn't have done that uh, because (laughs) the polls were, you know, off by a decent amount. I was lucky, um, but it was still closer than I needed to be. But this election in particular, it was like, there were these, you know, chuds uh, that kept throwing money at, Trump winning these states based on the Kraken lawsuits and ridiculous stuff like that. And so like, even, even like <laughs> a week it. ago, I think, uh, uh, I think it was Georgia a week ago was still at 90 cents for Biden. So you, you're, I'm just gonna say guaranteed a 10% return on investments 
you know, like they just settled it, like I said yesterday. So it's like you wait five days and you get 10%, uh, you know, on, so you yeah, get your, it's like free money. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like, I, I didn't, I said $400 is all I'm, you know, like comfortable with. So I, I capped myself at that and I was happy to, you know, basically make $170 on it. Um, nice. That's excellent money. (laughs) Well, who knows? Yeah. Well, and look how you won it. It wasn't like you were voting on or putting money on Trump. Right. You won it from a, for a good cause. Well, and, and it took money away from uh, ostensibly bad people. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Adam, you're always full of creative, interesting things. You know that? Thanks. You just got to go to the good places on the internet that, that you know, are also the bad places on the internet, right. I guess. Jared, do I go to the dark web? Jared, do you <laughs> want to run through anything else on your list? Um, I mean, the big thing is I got a new job. Yeah. I left I left the job I was at um, on, on my own terms and, and got a new job. And which was, you know, weird. <laughs> it's weird, like starting a job and, and it being entirely yeah. remote. I mean, other than I have been on site, like the first day I had to be on site pretty much, I don't know, 75% of the day for paperwork and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But so you, you, know, you, you did masks, this, you keep during the pandemic you chose. Yes. Was that scary? Like, what do you mean? like, like changing jobs and like, so that wasn't scary. I mean, you went from no. a place where you had some level of, I don't know, seniority, but I guess that, that job was also relatively new. Um, so I went from a place that um, was, in my opinion, cratering around me. <laughs> somehow they're still functioning. Somehow they're still functioning, but they're like still, are I they had, still around, Jared? They're still around. Um, but like a lot of people on my team had been laid off in the months prior to, gotcha. um, and I had. When I, when I lost another supervisor above me, that's when it was like, oh, okay, I, I need to I need to find my way out of here on my own terms because who knows when this could end. This could end any time. Plus, I was one of the holdouts who was still working at home. Um, they officially did not have a people who can work at home will work at home policy. I just decided that that was my policy. Um, and they started trying to force people back, uh, and I refused. So I knew there was a target on me. Um but I also knew that I was too important to their day-to-day business and that they probably weren't going to just outright fire me. So, um, you know, I played that leverage into basically, yeah, um, I had recruiters reaching out and one offer worked out. I mean, I got it. Scared, I heard a rumor that your former company actually had a lunch outing at a bar in Lakeville this week. Is that true? I would not. It would not surprise me um, <laughs> if, if some of the people in the C-suite decided they were going to do that because they're they're terrible people who don't take things seriously Great. Um, and work with terrible people and have probably questionable business practices, but you didn't hear it from me. I heard it from that glass full of water. No. Um, I've recently learned in the last couple of weeks that um, one of the poor people who was still there behind me and I had turned a lot of my day-to-day work stuff over to uh, was also let go. So, you know, I don't know. Whoa. It's a matter of time before. Yeah. Uh, Eventually it's going to get any, you. Anyone, anyone worth being there is, is gone either by their own choice or are forced out. So I'm, I'm happy to be with that company gone from that company and I'm happy to be with the company I'm with now, even though it means that <clears throat> I am, I am definitely learning a lot on this job. It's, it's not a um, comfortable position from a, like I, you know, you sort of go, it's, it's the analogy like, you know, um, you're the star of your high school football team and all of a sudden you go to, or your college football team and you go to the NFL and 
where it's made up nothing of nothing but stars of their teams. And you suddenly realize like, oh, okay, I've got a lot to learn. I, I've, I've still, I've got areas of my game that need improvement. So that's kind of the situation I'm in now, but I took it knowing that that was going to be the case. I, I took it knowing that this was um, a job where um, I'm going to hopefully fill in a lot of those gaps that I have in my, in my developer career so that, you know, if in the future I am more marketable to other jobs, mm-hmm. if I decide to leave, you know, I just, there was big gaps in my, in my knowledge base that I knew I was going to have to fill if I was going to continue to progress in this field. So this is that opportunity to do so. So I'm glad I made the jump. I know it's a little scary. Can I, can I <laughs> rewind uh, to a quick question about something? Yeah. So you were a college football star. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, star is probably uh, not the right word, like, you know, third string nose tackle, but, wow. um, you know, you, you, everyone wears the same jersey. Everybody wears the same jersey, <laughs> says Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that yeah, was weird, um, you know, taking entirely remote interviews and, you know, getting a job completely remotely and not even meeting any. I've I've still only met one person on my team in person. <laughs> That's my direct supervisor who I met, you know, on my first day in the office. Um, everyone else I've only seen on on the screen. When do you guys suspect you'll be back in your office? <laughs> well, we're definitely out through February. Um, they haven't they've been pretty regular with like every month kind of pushing it out another month or two, but they haven't done anything for a little bit while. Mm-hmm. So I suspect they're sort of waiting to see like they did a big jump instead of they were kind of going month by month. And they just said uh, through February. For gotcha. Sure. So they did a big jump back in October, um, and I'm sure they're going to see how how vaccinations right. and stuff like go before they make the decision. But they definitely don't want to jeopardize any of their on-site operations. Those are too important to the business. So um, I don't think they're going to rush people back. Adam? Until it's absolutely safe. What yeah. about you? What about me? When do you think you'll go back in the office? Um... So we're in a weirdish situation where our um, you know, we we own our own building, um, but the building's been effectively closed all year, mm-hmm. and our um, our CEO makes our um, whatever you know financials uh, pretty mm-hmm. pretty um, transparent, um, and so we had our best year ever. Um, this year, uh, which is same, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, which is interesting, um, considering you know the year that it was. Right. So I will just say for 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 my company, it helps to be into in the air quality space. Oh, sure, there you go. yeah, it helps. I can and imagine record, a lot of demand. My company demand. did pretty well too. So it's weird that we're yeah. all sort of in in these spaces. We're all getting lucky that way. Yeah, but it makes me wonder if we are going to keep having a building um because yeah. a lot of our profit margin uh is due to not having a you know the building mm-hmm. maintenance stuff um and i know it's like so you still have the building costs but just the since you're not doing day-to-day operations yeah. those data those those costs are way down yeah no it's, food it's, and no, no anything right, like cause, that because we yep. have our, our we have free lunch at my building uh, but then it's also you know the uh security uh custodial yep. you know the, yep. stuff like that um, but there's a, it's a status thing, I think, for our for our CEO. So I, I don't think that it'll actually go away. Um, I mean, right now we have April as our next check in uh, date. You know, for mm-hmm. you know if if we'll go back in. Um, but I mean, at this point, it's like, how is that possible? You know, we, 
most of the employees are not people that are going to get the vaccine, you know, until whatever the third, fourth tier. Yep. So right, right, right. It's yeah, it's it, it's not going to be determined, but it's not going to be January. Yeah, yeah. I think right now, our for my business, there, it's still sort of officially the end of January, but I mean, they've already pretty much said that that's not going to happen. And my guess is, is at least for our office, which is essentially a satellite office of a dozen people or so that, I mean, I personally won't go back in until I'm vaccinated. That's pretty much where I'm on it. And I think that they've actually given flexibility, you know, like, Hey, you know, when people do start going back, we can do it in waves. And if you're not comfortable going back, you know, eventually, eventually you're going to have to, but there's sort of time leading up to that, mm-hmm. but us being it seems a, like they should. It seems like they could just since you're just a satellite office, they could just not even bother paying for that space yeah. anymore and just have people work remotely. That's but. possible that that could that could happen, um, but we'll see. I mean, I I do like the collaboration of being able to work with my team in the same space and other people. Like I do, it is. Useful. I do miss that. Um, I mean, working from home is so much easier in so many ways. I mean, you're you're saving an hour drive at least all the time, you know, you can get up a little bit later. So there's a lot of time benefits and flexibility, but at the same time, it is nice to be in a different environment working through problems and, and, you know, having meetings and stuff like that. But the world, the world will be different in six months when everybody starts going back to work. A lot of different companies are going to have to, or are not going to have to, they're just going to change like Adams, Adams company may do something like that. And, and there will be many people in my company that might officially work from home half times or, you know, they'll just they'll change the workspace. So not everybody has a desk all the time, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm personally not looking forward to it <laughs> going to going back to an office like I never thought I would be a work from home type person Thought I would get too distracted. But honestly, you figured it out. I've gotten used to it. I've kind of figured it out for the most part. And I'm not looking forward to uh, this is the downside of having my new job. My new job is in Shoreview. Yeah, which is a longer commute for me. Ugh, it's not, which it, yeah. the, on the days I've had to go in, like since traffic isn't too bad mm-hmm. these days because everyone's working from home, um, you know, it's twenty eight minutes to get there and back. It hasn't been too bad, but who knows what it'll be like when right. everyone's back running. Um, so I'm really hoping that they're flexible in like maybe yeah, two days a week I can work from home. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how how that's going to work out, but just have to wait and see. We have we have people who are entirely remote in Wisconsin, so it's not like there aren't people who are remote all the time. So I don't know. We'll see. Interesting. Well, one last thing to wrap this up. If you you guys wanted something personal for me, so I'll give it to you. I think the mm. the, the bright spot for me, pandemic wise, from that perspective, has absolutely been the time that I've been able to spend with my friends, especially any sort of in person things you know whether you're outside at a campfire or watching a vikings game on a screen jared which we did that at the beginning of the season we did um you know that it's it's weird how it's so easy to take that stuff for granted you know because you could just do it and then all of a sudden getting just little nuggets of that that interaction which as adam was was sort of talking about in the winter weather it's going to be even harder to do here Mm -hmm. So having that, you know, from April to essentially now has been a blessing in a weird way. And uh, I appreciate that. 
And the other thing is, is that, you know, I've been, you know, this last six months has not been easy for me. You know, my something I haven't talked about, like my mom has been had a lot of health problems. Jared knows about that. And that stuff sort of hitting all of this time. And it literally was like a domino yeah, you had, effect. You had, a, you had like a, a month or two run there pre-election where it was just like everything yeah. was hitting at and once. It, and it's still there. It hasn't, it's, it's, sure. it's sort of mellowed a little bit, but yeah, she would just have issues, you know, issues, health issues and me not having a relationship with her and then sort of trying to figure all this stuff out is really difficult. And then it got, it, it culminated, culminated to a point where on election day, Adam, I, I had the day off and I ended up having like a vertigo attack on election day where I had to go to urgent care and I was like throwing up from from dizziness and nausea and the the world was spinning and I'm still sort of dealing with that. But hmm. oh, you are. I was going to ask yeah, you have that because you haven't you haven't been talking about it. Yeah, so I, I thought it may be cleared up. It's but. gotten a little. It's gotten better, um, but it's been a really slow. It's been a slow progression. Um, but uh, it's clearly stress related. There's no doubt about it. But having people that I can talk to and and a friend of mine and Jared's one of our curling curling pals gave me a ride to urgent care. He's like, I'm in, I'm in, in the neighborhood. I literally was just got my COVID test back. I'm positive or negative. I'm positive. So, you know, you're <laughs> going to get it, but I'm, I, I'm fine. And like, uh, he brought me there and it was, it's just nice to have people like that in your life, yeah. especially when the world is hard that you can depend on, you can depend on. And I think, I mean, as I've gotten older, I've always tried to be more aware than I was when I was younger, but in a world like this, where, everything is so uncertain and so unfun to have that is, is, is fantastic. And, and just things like, you know, friends of the show, like John Norton, he, he and I talk all the time. He'll check in on me to see how things are going. Or Jared and I will talk to Dan Taylor, you know, Viking super fan from across the pond. I mean, it's things like that, mm-hmm. that, you know, you can easily overlook in normal times. And, uh, I really appreciate and cherish those now. And I hope that once we're done with this pandemic and God, I hope we don't have any, another one anytime soon, but you know, if we get to a normal place in life that I can bring what I've learned from this into that, I hope we all can. I think, I think that's a lesson that we could all learn. No. So there you go. Well said. Thank you very much. So guys, let's, uh, Let's wrap guys. that up. Hey, hey guys. guys. I put my pants on one leg at a time, but I'm wearing gold-plated <laughs> underwear. Uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back with uh, Under the Scope, I think, is next on the show. I think that's normally how it happens. So uh, I think so. Let's take a break. We'll be back with that right after this. Look out for the laser. It's the scope. Under, under, under the scope. Hey, it's under the scope, just like I said it was. And I think, yeah, I think what's coming is coming soon. Let's see if I remember this bit. No, we think Adam's got the mood music. What? We ready? I, sorry, we I, I, we, I couldn't hear it. But Only Jared can hear it. So yeah, yeah that's fine. I heard it kind of. Just do you, you just do your thing. All right. Um, so there's not much, guys. Uh, but let's start with music because there's one big one. All right. What's that? Paul McCartney has a new album coming out. Oh, oh that's boy. right. Is it nothing but uh, his number one world famous Christmas song? <laughs> 
<laughs> I hope uh, not. I hate that song. I have no idea what's on it. It's just called See McCartney 3. Having a wonderful Christmas. Oh, time. that one. Yeah. That was my most hated Christmas song working at Toys R Us, Adam, when I was younger. You know, um, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I really don't like Christmas songs. <clears throat> um, and it's not anything to do with me being Jewish. It's just that I think they, it has everything to do with you. I being don't Jewish. like that. It's like you hear them a thousand times in yeah, a one yeah. month period. And also half of them are crooner, you know, rat packy type guys. And I just, what's great is you, you do, if you're not going shopping at stores, <sighs> you don't hear them. Oh yeah. Well, instead you get your wife to play them, but now they're it's Elmo sings Christmas songs. So it's <laughs> so much better. <laughs> you're, you're so much. You're better. probably living in a music hell. In a lot of ways, right? Are you yeah. playing a lot of like kid music? Oh yeah, and you guys don't know what Blippy is, but um, I would uh, <laughs> think I, here, I would recommend that you go on YouTube and you search for Blippy. Is it anything like gritty? Talk about gritty <laughs> being a bright side in the pandemic. Yeah, right. Gritty, mm. uh, uh, yeah, gritty's woke. Um, <laughs> uh, he is not like gritty, but he also is. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm intrigued. Yeah, check them out. Uh, all right, okay. So that was what else? that video games. Uh, not much, but uh, we have Among Us coming out for Switch for uh, anyone that's yep. looking for another platform to play Among Us on. I believe that's out now, isn't it? Yes. I've never pl- I've you never can't play on the Mac game. though. You still can't play on the Mac. Yeah, you gotta get an iPhone, I guess. Adam, do you own this game? I don't, but that's the next one I was going to talk about. Go ahead. Oh, does that say Xbox One? Oh, sorry, Shane. It does. Well, I've got this new controller for a new Xbox. Uh-huh. Um, well, yeah, so Cyberpunk 2077, I was just going to mention maybe by the end of the year it will work good. Um, I started playing it today, literally before this, and so far is, so does good. Your, does your character have his dick hanging out? Because uh, I heard that was a bug. You do have to select your genital situation when you're creating your character. Yeah. Okay. But can you have multiple? J- Jared's referring to yes, a, there are I mean, multiple. Is, <laughs> there are multiple choices. Jared, no, I mean, can you have like multiple dinglings? No, but there are different no. different shapes. I thought this was cyberpunk. Come on. Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, but Jared's talking <laughs> oh, about. I'm sorry about. I'm talking about Mario Kart. There's, I'm sorry. there's a well. Oh, <laughs> there's a well established uh, bug, Shane. So maybe don't play it with. Uh, well, you don't have any small children anymore, but no. Um, that you know of exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, trust me, Jared, I don't. TV uh, Vikings <laughs> is coming is back uh, on yep. Amazon Prime now. If, if, if you watch, Wait, what? if you watch Vikings season six will be on Amazon Prime. It's not on sci-fi uh, history. No, anymore? they just have like half of the season to finish. Yes. That's weird. Yeah. All, All right. right. It's it's a weird world. That is that is so strange to me. Wait, yeah. I'm, this is breaking news to oh, me. Yeah. Shane, this is breaking news to me. <laughs> Because I've been waiting for the back half of the final season to, to air on on history, and now Adam's telling me it's just going to drop on Amazon. Prime. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a weekly release though. So starting on uh, on uh, they all are, aren't they now? Uh, like the expanse, the expanse just dropped, yeah. and they dropped the first three, and then it's going to be weekly after that. Just like just like the boys, because yeah. Amazon's got to be special. Uh, I've never seen the boys. Oh, you should watch, watch the, the boys. boys. Yeah, I would like to. The boys season two. Yeah. That was one of the, another big show. This. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so movies. We'll finish movies? it up with movies. Um, There's movies. So streaming, right? movies? Yeah. yeah, we've got uh, we got Ma, big stuff coming. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom uh, that comes out this Friday on Netflix. Okay, it's got like a 99 on uh, on Metacritic and Ooh, that's exciting. Uh, we've got Wonder Woman 1984. 
mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. out on Christmas Day. Shane, when are you watching that? I'm going to watch at Christmas. Are you? Yes. Okay. I told my family we're watching it on Christmas. Wow. And they said, then <laughs> I have to like, did you? Did anybody in your life and... say that doesn't sound very Christmas like? I don't. That's that's a reason to watch it. Exactly. Maybe it is a Christmas movie, like you know, Die Hard and, and stuff. People will debate yeah. this. It's great. Um, and also, uh, Pixar's <laughs> you know, Soul. I hope we have more of those debates. Yeah. Soul, Soul uh, on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's Disney a Pete Plus. Doctor film, I believe. Yeah, quietly, quietly, Disney Plus maybe the best value in any of these niche right. uh, streaming services. Not as much of a value now. It's right. going up to right. seven ninety nine next month, yeah. um, unless yeah. you pre-ordered it for three yeah. years, yeah, like some that, people. That three year deal, boy. Um, it's going to be fifteen bucks at some point. Yeah, yeah. just get but, ready for but it. That'll folks. be Hulu. It'll be it'll be Hulu in there, right? Yeah, um, it, it, it'll, it'll all work out. It'll one all more, work out. one more movie to talk about. Oh, really? Okay. Not streaming, Monster Hunter. Hmm. Oh, I've been seeing commercials for this. Monster like Hunter, the uh, Paul W. S. Anderson, Mila Jovovich uh, special. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a video, video game, game movie. Right. Comes out on Friday. Um, in theaters only. It's already out. In theaters. How only. are you going to see that? You're going to go like to a theater if you live in what you know. Not, not here, in Tennessee. Not Minnesota. Drive you're not. Tennessee, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, you probably could see it in any neighboring state. Guys, what are we going to do when this is all done and there's no more movie theaters? That's going to suck. You see AMC says they are not they have enough cash to like to get through uh middle of January. And yeah, I it. saw yeah. that. I don't yeah. I don't know what's going to happen because do you think that they're not going to yeah. uh honor my AMC um rewards? Anymore? Your stubs? Yeah, I've, got stubs five dollars. I've got five dollars for for concessions that yeah. I'm definitely going to get some yeah. way or one way or another. <laughs> going to get it. I think I do think that those commodity movie theaters are are doomed. Yeah, <laughs> I think that some of the specialty experience ones, like your Alamos draft house draft house chain and stuff like that, will figure out a way to continue. Yeah. Um, but what but about those just what, commodified ones? Jared, are what done. about what about like the Marvel movies that you know they're holding it's up? It's not enough to sustain. I don't know how you do it. Like, but like, where are they going to play? This, this is a know? discussion for another yeah. time. But it's just okay. They're they've they've been exposed. Let's just say that. Oh, I'm getting tired. Bright <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. time. <laughs> oh, look up there. What about French movie theaters, Jared? Or mm. or pirates? What about the pirates of the pirate in all my movies? Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the people listening to this podcast have. Oh, they're missing out. It's fine. <laughs> That's fine. No, Thank you. We're just doing it for us. Doing it for us. Oh, look here. Oh, look at me. <laughs> I'm a guest on a fancy TV show. <laughs> well, boy, oh, boy. Anyway. So, uh, is that the end of your list, Adam? That's it. That's it. Well, I mean, still, there's some there's some nuggets of goodness in there. And, you know, if we don't do a show any time soon, we've got uh, WandaVision coming as well mm-hmm. in January. mid-January as well. So, enough stuff to keep us busy. The pipeline's there. The question is, will we tap into it? Of course we will. Hmm. We're already paying for the pipeline. Yeah, the answer is yes. All you just do is turn that spigot the, content. The answer is yes. Oh, oh, I got some got some content on my face. Uh. Oh, it's gross. Ah, oh, it's sticky. Why? Oh my goodness. Uh, let's wrap this up. Under the Mm-hmm. Here we are. The end of the show, Jared. End of the show as usual. How do I do this, folks? This is the part of the show where you listen to your voicemails and read your comments and your email letters and your passenger pigeon scrolls. 
that you've sent out. But uh, unfortunately, pandemic has not allowed any of that yeah. stuff to come it's in. It's killed all the pigeons. <laughs> had to shut the doors to all uh, vectors of infection, and that includes all digital communications with our audience. So I'm sort fortunate we have nothing to go on. Nothing. Uh, but if in the future those uh, spigots are reopened when it's safe, Make sure you get your stuff in now. Comments at thescopeshow.com is the email address. Voicemail 612-21-SCOPE. That is 612-217-2673. Uh, there is a Facebook page. There is a t- Twitter account. They're, they're you know, not monitored that well. Sorry. <laughs> it's hard times. Uh, but those links are on our website at thescopeshow.com, which I know way, way back in the summer, six months ago when we last did our show, we probably said, hey, maybe we can get that website done. Yeah. Maybe we can get it done. Instead, we failed you again. Instead, we're putting crap in our garage and... Uh, <laughs> you in that regard. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Breaking news. Breaking news. I switched away to my Chrome window to read my stuff, and then I switched back to the Zoom, and now I see Shane has taken off his sweatshirt. <laughs> He's hot. flexing. It's hot in here. It's, it's seriously like 10,000 degrees. I get the heat oh, blasting. Let's wrap it up. The door is shut. So let's let's wrap it up. I, I just no, I got more. I got I got oh, go more. Ahead. A couple go more ahead. things to say. So, so uh, 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 the yeah. Zoom call. We mentioned the Zoom call. Look at this camera. This, this camera. Tell everybody what you're up to. This one over here. This one here. This one there. Whatever. This is not um, first we feast it's channel where we talk it's about hot, hot ones. ones on first we feast. <laughs> this camera. This Tell camera. Tell everybody what you're up to. Go ahead. We're recording this so you can watch our shenanigans. <clears> you can see the before and after of Shane's uh, muscular reveal in the D black, right here. <laughs> On the YouTube channel, that link again on the scopeshow.com website. If you'd like to support the show, as previously mentioned, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the scope show. You can uh, throw some money our way. And uh, we don't charge monthly. We don't charge hourly. Charge hourly. We charge by the episode. And so if we don't produce an episode, on. we don't. Hey, <laughs> 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 Ray J, hold on. I need to put it on my filter again. Hey, <laughs> patreon.com slash the scope show is where you want to go. I tell you, we only charge you a dollar an episode. Not as much as you'd like to contribute. I feel like it's Pirates meets Braveheart. <laughs> I, you cannot they may take I, our land, but they'll not take our freedom. <laughs> Back to you, Captain Shane. Oh my god, you're killing me. And Adam is like right up in the camera, so that's a little bit disconcerting. He's he's right there. So I want to take just a quick second and say, hey, we haven't done a show in six months. And um, I'd like to continue to do shows on a regular basis, but yeah. just putting it out there that I, until things start to normalize a little bit, I don't know how easy that's going to be since, since I'm kind of the guy that's like the main content driver on the show, you know, um, I think we're gonna have to play it by ear, but I'm, I'm gonna say this without guilt or or sadness. We'll do, we'll do more shows, right? We'll just see how it goes. I mean, if we can hit like a monthly show, I yeah. think that's that's something to shoot for. Adam, would you be up for a monthly show? Yeah, sure. Not doing sure. anything else. <laughs> really? I mean, this is like. Look, I I spent like five hundred dollars on a new digital mixer here, with the intention that we were going to continue to do shows. So right, I'm, 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 I've got a sunk cost here. <laughs> okay. And yeah, Adam, I, I, I didn't even tell you, Adam, Adam hasn't been part of these conversations. Yeah. That, you know, that big, big giant mixer I had on my yeah. desk with all the it's inputs gone. and outputs and knobs. It's not, it's not gone. It's to my left, but it's not on the desk anymore. I, I swear I got like 60 pounds of unused cables now. Like they're just <laughs> over here. I don't know what I'm going to do with them, but I don't need as many cables. It's like a little digital thing here. Nice. It's like, it's like a mixer and USB recording interface in one. And it's it's pretty cool. You still r- rocking that uh, Hackintosh? 
Yeah, for now. You, you're, what are you worried about with the M1 chips? Uh, my first problem I have is that I can't get in space gray. You can't what? I want. I want to. I can't get the Mac Mini in space oh. gray. That's my. That's my big problem. <laughs> that's it. You told me that, and I literally I did a, a spit take. That's my big problem. Uh, no, I'll be curious. Um, um, yeah, I'm surprised we didn't talk about apples Listen, at all. Listen, guys, uh, we could talk about apples. We could talk about all of the Star Wars shows coming. We we, we literally did not talk about PlayStation 5 and nope, Xbox Series X. Ridiculous. There's a million pop culture things we could have talked about. So the content well, is I'm, there. I'm going to add a brought it up, so I'm going to talk about it real briefly. Okay, go I'm ahead. intrigued by the M1s. Um, I, I want one. I shouldn't get one because um, I do most of my creative work in Adobe apps and they are not updated yet. So it would be stupid of me to get one. Um, but I've already said that my next Mac will be proper Apple hardware. I'm done with Hackintoshes. It's too much too much to monkey with. Mm-hmm. And, um, I have the resources to buy a regular Mac now, so uh, I will get one. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely interested in a Mac mini probably. Uh, I'm curious if the next gen chips if it still gets like a good quality one or if they're going to continue to keep it like on the m1 line or if they're going to give like if they're going to start to differentiate from the more consumer and the pro line we'll see how it goes but i'm intrigued um all i've watched a million reviews on youtube um they seem like really really good machines so i do want one there we go breaking news breaking news Uh, shayton might even get a new macbook at some point yeah hey 2021 then you could be a pirate I want to be a pirate so yeah. bad. I want to wear you just a beret. Update the software on your machine, can't you? Or does your machine too old? My machine is too old. Is. That's the problem. It's just too machine. damn old. Just oh, well. like me. Well, this has been a fantastic show, Adam, Jared. I just want to say happy holidays. You know, these holiday shows are always my favorites, and unfortunately, we didn't really go deep into the theme this year. But it is always nice to see the two of you. Um, Adam, pass on my best to your family. Get as much rest as you can. Thanks. Jared, keep working on that garage. Get that painting done, man. Get yeah. that painting done. Yeah, no. Hey, I, you, I, I might call on you to maybe help me move some furniture this weekend if you're available. Just to, I, I got them. think I may be available, so okay. let's so do I it. Got the four, I got the forearm forklifts coming I got, tomorrow. I've got an Amazon. M90, N95 mask. I'll put that on. Put on my safety goggles, and I tell you, baby, I'm I'm moving shit around. That's all. All That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. So, uh, if we, in case we are not back for the new year, which would be my guess, probably won't happen. I want everyone, everyone else out there listening, have a great Christmas, have a great Hanukkah, whatever holiday you celebrate. Have a safe and happy New Year, and uh, the scope will be back in 2021 with more episodes. So, until then, everybody. Bye for now. Sure. Bye for now. Ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves once again at the end. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. I know I have. Fear not, Scope Faithful. Days shall pass as if they were but a moment. And Jared, Adam, and Shane will return with another thrilling episode. Until then, send your comments to comments at thescopeshow.com or leave a voicemail message by dialing... 612-217-2673. Thanks for listening, faithful fans. This is Tony Partington saying, Das Vidanya. Tune in next time to another terrific edition of The Scope. Scope.